So I want to talk about uh, the movie Priscilla, and I want to make this as quick as possible because this movie just came out, obviously, this weekend. And um, it's a fairly good movie. It's scored at a 6.9 out of 10 on IMDb. I partially was scored about maybe a 7 just because it's it's pretty decent considering um, for those of you who may or may not be fans of Elvis Presley you may not may not know his family uh, including his wife or his daughter um, his daughter recently passed away like sometime this past year and you know she's survived by her two her two daughters and uh I, um, one of her, one of her daughters, was in a movie called Zola, uh, and Zola was produced by A24, who also produced this movie, um, and well, I, I, I really don't know what else to say about about um. The death of the death of his daughter. Um, her name was. I think her name is Lisa Mary Tr- Presley. Was was uh. Yeah. So. Lisa Mary Presley. Was the only child, of singer and actor Elvis Presley and actress. Pus- uh. Priscilla Presley, and I didn't really know that Priscilla was an actress, but, uh, anyway, um, so she died in January 2023, so it's been almost a year since she passed away, and Mary, Lisa Mary Presley is survived by her two daughters, Riley, Kilo, and, well, her son, Benjamin Kilo, I think she had more kids, I'm not quite sure, but, um, um, this is just Wikipedia, you know, it's that source that you probably cannot really trust just because of the mere fact that, I don't know, um, people said to hack it or whatever, um, but her children, yeah, or four, including Wally, Carol, and Wally Carol is, is known in a movie called Zola, which was produced by A24, who produced this movie, Priscilla. So Priscilla is Riley's grandmother. And, you know, I didn't know that originally Riley was related to Elvis Presley because she doesn't look like a Presley. She doesn't have, she kind of does have Presley features when you look at her cheekbone and maybe her nose. She resembles her mother, actually. But anyway, um, going more into it, this movie called Priscilla is about his, is obviously about Elvis's wife. But I want to say that it should be, we kind of, we labeled as it's more of an Elvis and Priscilla movie. It's not really just about Priscilla. I mean, and it's understandable because Priscilla wasn't really as famous as Elvis, obviously, but she had her own take on their relationship, especially when Elvis supposedly started cheating on on her with a fellow actresses actors in his movies when he was filming or shooting, you know, because Elvis was an actor, um, he started out kind of a song, a, a songwriter slash singer at first, and then became an actor when he started taking acting classes, and just started really expanding his, his experience, 
and uh, the movie actually starts out great. So let's just first name some names because I like to establish who we're talking about uh, when I am doing this sitting down, doing it rather professionally instead of just doing it on the streets because I realize on the streets there's a lot of loud external noise. And so let's first off, um, and this, this is me reading for IMDb, the trusted uh, internet movie database. You have Callie Spiney, who plays Priscilla, a uh, fairly young actress. Um, let's see, Jacob L. O. D. that plays Elvis. And, and I'm going to warn you, I'm most likely not going to read the last names correctly. Jacob L. O. D. Ella Die, whatever his name is, he he actually, he's actually gonna uh, portray a character um, called Felix in the in the movie Saltbone, which is scheduled to come out in say I think scheduled to come out this this year this sometime this year. Um, that movie, if I can look at it real quick, if I can see the release date. I never really completely remember loose dates. Now, anyway, it's going to come out, I think, I think in a month or so, if not this month. And, you know, that that's going to star Barry Cohen from, uh, he he's plays uh, Drood on uh, The Eternals. Also stars Archie Ma Madakwi from uh, Gran Turismo, based on a true story. You know, he played John Martinborough. This, this is a movie I really wanted to review, but, uh, I kind of reviewed it, but I didn't really do it as much as I wanted to. But anyway, back to Priscilla. So, Priscilla also stars um, Awee Cohen as Captain Bellinue or whatever. He's the captain that pretty much goes to Priscilla and introduces her to Elvis. And of course, she already knows who Elvis is at that time. So it doesn't really start up. This, this movie doesn't start out like you know you typically think it would, which is more or less a, a, a good idea. Then you got uh, Dagmara Dominic, I guess her name is like different. I don't know if it's Russian or whatever. Plays Anne Bellinu, which I guess is Captain Bellinu's wife. I don't really remember that character. Maybe if I will start again, I don't remember it. Tim Post. Well, that's the only name I can pronounce. Tim Post plays Vaughn Presley. Vaughn Presley was the father of Elvis Presley. And you got a bunch of other names here that I, I, I'm going to make it quick so I don't want to name everybody. Now, I'm going to say that this movie is not that long. It is... It runs at two, an hour and 53 minutes. It's actually about five minutes shorter than... Uh, the last movie I saw, which was called The Marsh King's Daughter. Um, and, and I don't recommend that movie. But this movie I do, especially those who are fans of 50 movies, 1950 movies, that setting period, or any movie of Elvis Pre- any fan of Elvis Presley, because we haven't really seen the film that centers around, you know, the wife of Elvis Presley. So... And you know, you know, with the fifties and the sixties, and even going into the seventies, you, you you got the various hairdos, the various outfits, the eyelashes, all that stuff. And, and you know, I don't know if people can decide on what's the best Priscilla slash, or what's the best best Elvis slash Priscilla look. Um, you know, they uh, with the hairdos and the and the 
the stages of his life because obviously the the hairdos and the, and the outfits mark the time period of Elvis's life as he in his career as the years the decades went by. So uh, um. Anyway, uh, as I was saying, kind of a pause there, uh, making sure I'm recording right. Let me go into the plot now. So Priscilla starts out as, uh, you know, obviously this is the woman that is, that kind of has a crush on Elvis, but she's not really actively seeking him. She's just this waitress that happens to be a 15-year-old girl that's in ninth grade, high school. Yeah, he, so he pretty much married her when she was young. He started dating her when she was young. And Carly Spaney as Elvis, as, 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 I'm sorry, as, uh, Priscilla, she's really, she's really good at it, actually. Um, Kelly, Carly herself, the actress, she was born in 1998, so she's, uh, fairly young. I guess she's, like, Generation Z or whatever, pretty much, or maybe, maybe a few years before. So she's roughly at... Let's see, if I'm 32, she's roughly at, I guess, 24 years old right now. And, you know, she, I don't really know where she's from. Apparently she's from On the Basis of Sex, Pacific Rim Uprising, The Craft Legacy. Um, some other movies, also Unlimited World, uh, Mayor of Easttown. The First Lady. Now keep in mind, I've never really seen this movie, so I don't know this actress really at all. Apparently she was in Vice, I guess. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, um, and also most uh, most recent movie, uh, Bad Times at El Wallau. This is 2018. This is a movie with Jeff Bridges. So... The actress Kelly, she plays Priscilla, and Priscilla at a point is she's just a waitress at a, at a restaurant, a uh, 1950s restaurant, if you will. She's just doing her job, and then Captain Bellinu comes to comes to her, you know, and you know he's played by Ari Ari or Ari Cohen. She, she he tells her about Elvis, you know. Have you ever, you know, do you know Elvis? And she says, Of course I know Elvis. Everybody knows him. And apparently Elvis wants to meet her, talk to her, and I don't know how Elvis meets her. Now, of course, you compare this movie with uh, Elvis, which came out in 2021, I believe, and if I look that up real quickly, um, and I might even do a 2022 Elvis slash Priscilla comparison, like, because these movies come out kind of year after year. This movie that I'm reviewing right now, um, first of all, let me talk about Elvis 2022. And this this stars, you know, Austin Butler, who's going to be in another movie soon um, with Tom with Tom Hardy. He stars Austin Butler, Tom Hanks as as, as Colonel uh, Tom Parker, who was responsible for making Elvis famous. He was his his manager, his agent. And the Priscilla in that movie was played by Olivia Dujong. And, you know, um, the actress looking at it doesn't really look like 
uh, a Priscilla like character she just kind of did her hair to make it look like the style and so definitely this new actress has definitely fits the world more and of course you've got a uh, um, Richard Roxburgh who played Vonin Elvis's father in that but that movie was more about Elvis than it was about Priscilla per se so Elvis came out uh, and I really can't find the release dates of this movie using IMDB for some reason and it's, it's quite frustrating when you're trying to record if I could just look it up real quick. Came out June twenty fourth, two thousand twenty two. Um, and I'm gonna look up Priscilla. This movie was released September fourth, two thousand twenty three. Well, that was the initial release, but of course it was released in like, November, so uh, roughly uh, about a year and two months afterwards, so about a year apart. So it gives you time to absorb the story from both sides. Now, I'm going to say, respectively, Austin Butler played a better Elvis in Elvis than this other actor that plays Elvis in the movie Priscilla. And, once again... His name is Jacob Elodai. Elodai was not good as Austin Butler. Just like whatever her name was that played Priscilla in Elvis was not a, as a good actress for the character Priscilla as the actress that played this piano in this new Priscilla movie, Kali Spani. And, uh, and, and, and bear with me, people. I'm working with like slow devices kind of sort of I'm trying to pull up information as I go in real time so you know I've got like a frustrating computer a cell phone that doesn't really respond as soon as I want to touch something and it's just very frustrating to have to get all this information with time and, and work with stuff that's just processing slowly but uh and I'm not a witch person by any chance I don't have all the high tech gadgets and equipment that all these other YouTube podcasters or uh, Spotify podcasters have. I just I'm working with what I have, and uh, you know I want to record this as quick as possible. Um, so anyway, going into the plot of the movie, apparently Priscilla she's heard about Elvis. Elvis wants to meet her. She meets Elvis. They talk. He tells her how he really likes talking to her, which is exactly what you know Austin Butler had said in his interpretation of Elvis when he was playing the role. He said the same thing, I really like talking to you. But he said that in her bedroom versus them saying that I went in bar. And so there's, there's slight differences. And I just know that somebody on YouTube is going to compare these two movies. I know it. Because they're, they're both about Elvis Presley. Uh, in a way. Um, but it's kind of like two different sides of this whole Presley or Elvis Presley debate of who is right and who is wrong. Apparently he allegedly cheated on Hall with uh, fellow actresses and you know she she knew about it she found letters and found evidence and she accused him of it and she eventually left him. Um, don't know what other legal debates went on after that but 
you know, that's pretty much what it's about, and you see that in Elvis 2022. I'll say the year to kind of differentiate the two. Elvis 2022, you see that. She frustratingly and angrily leaves Elvis, and it breaks his heart dearly, right before he dies of a drug overdose. Famously on the toilet. Uh, yeah, if you don't, you know, if you, you should know that by now. But in uh, Priscilla 2023, she also does the same. She just leaves. Um, but she leaves solely in a car. You know, drives drives off. But I'm getting ahead of myself. You know, in this movie it shows just how obsessed she is initially with Elvis. She's initially obsessed with Elvis. Um, you know, because of the fact that he's famous before they even meet. He's in his mid-twenties. Singing and wooing girls, wowing them with the dance moves, with the leg movements, and all that, and the the jazz and the blues, and the girls are going crazy, just just like they did in Elvis 2022. So, in this movie, it shows it from her perspective how Priscilla, initially anyway, obsesses over Elvis. She doesn't want to leave him. Initially, she doesn't want to leave her parents. She doesn't think her parents will let him. Will let her go see him. They do. Um, of, of course, the the captain Ballon has to. Bulalilu, I guess. I, I really can't pronounce his name. He has to get permission from Priscilla's parents. So, they all talk about it at Priscilla's job, restaurant job. And her parents allow it. So she goes off to meet Elvis because apparently Elvis can't just come to Hull. He has to go through channels um, involving his agent and other people because he's got other obligations in the army and obligations to his fans and obligations to his manager, um, the Colonel, you know, who I said in 2022 was played portrayed by Tom Hanks. But of course, the Colonel is nowhere to be mentioned in this movie because it's not really about Elvis's singing. Which, the singing part, I will say, it, it didn't really have. Because it wasn't about the singing. So much it was about the general idea of being married to somebody who was famous. Now, the the good thing about this movie is it really does portray that aspect of Priscilla's life as she was the wife of Elvis Presley. Because this is a wife of Elvis Presley movie. Um, Elvis 2022 was more about Elvis himself and of course it's going to have his fandom his fans going wild and of course the singing and the dance moves so Austin Butler had to actually sing that and imitate those dance moves and all that well I guess Jacob probably did not have to do all that in this movie maybe he did somewhat but not a whole lot in this movie because it's not about him singing on stage consistently and you know raising his voice like that except his wife which he does but no, it's really more of a personal, behind-the-scenes story. It only shows you the famous singing and stuff because that's at the forefront, and you have to show what's at the forefront before you can show what's behind that forefront or behind the scenes. You have to show the scenes in order to show behind the scenes. So it tells you what's going on behind all that in the midst of all the fame and fandom and autograph signings and all this other stuff it shows their relationship so it's not really just a Priscilla story it's about 
the relationship. Um, but of course, you're not going to call it the relationship and marriage of Elvis and Priscilla. They just named it simply Priscilla. And that makes sense because, you know, of course, 2022 is just called Elvis. To let you know it's about him. And of course, they're going to mention his wife because it, he, was, he was a part of her life. But then in, in Presley, it's the same. You have one world title, one name title, 2023, to give the perspective of his wife, Priscilla. But of course, you have to mention the husband of that wife in order to make it relevant, to, 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 to establish reference, uh, or relevance, rather. But, uh, yeah, so adding that meaning, uh, I want to say that this movie does that very well. It, it talks about... You know, it shows their relationship as obviously she's she later on realizes that uh, he's cheating on her, and I can't say if he is or not. It's all just allegations, I think. Maybe I think he, he might have been, but um, it also was like actresses, and so you know, doing it on the set, trying to make it look real, can can lead to real emotions, or whatever. And I'm not sure how actresses fall in love. It's often a trap that they get themselves in, so. There's a coast along with being famous for the entertainment business. Um. Anyway, um. You know, as she as she initially assesses her, she she goes to their first meeting. They talk, and then she he quickly uh asks her to come to another place. I think Memphis with him, or whatever. And she she can't do it because she's originally from Houston. No, Austin, Texas. She's originally from Austin, Texas. And she just doesn't think that she would have the time or ability to fly all the way to where he is. And Elvis buys her ticket, and she, of course, she has to get the permission of her parents. Her parents initially don't want her to do it, especially not her mom. Her mom doesn't want her to do it. But she does it anyway, and she likes it to the point where she doesn't want to leave. And Elvis says, you have to go home now because, uh, you know, obviously, you know, have to be with your parents and she doesn't want to but she has to and uh, the first few scenes we see how she's just amazed and astonished and completely obsessed with being involved in his life and being his wife you know and because women back then you know um, they were more ladylike and feminine to the point where they wanted to find good husbands that could take care of them so they wouldn't have to do all the hard labor work just to survive and Priscilla was like that. She was a lady like that, you know. And um, she wanted to be well taken care of. And Elvis more or less did that. But uh, it was also the fact of being married to Elvis because of all the women that he wooed and wowed, she was chosen to be his wife. Uh, there was something about her that he really loved. And, and she understood him in certain ways. Um, because apparently she was the daughter of a general or something, I think. I think that's what the 2022 Elvis film established. Um, about, about, uh, about, about Priscilla. It was that she was the daughter of, uh, a general... Now, if I look in this, uh, yeah, so her biological father was U.S. Navy pilot James Frederick Wagner, son of, I'm not going to read all of it, um, after 23, he married Presley's, 
mother Anne Okay, so I, I'm I'm looking at IMDb, so I don't quite know if this is completely true. Um, my grandmother was blah blah blah. He migrated to the United States. Uh, and the only daughter was. Okay, so Oh, okay, I get it. Not Elvis's mom. So it's yeah, so she was married to Yeah, she was married to she was the daughter of a US Navy pilot. And so, basi so basically, that the the Elvis 2022 film mentions that. This film didn't really mention it. Um, but anyway, uh, it, I will say this movie is kind of quick. A lot of films nowadays are quickly paced. They kind of speed through things, especially when it's involving a lot of facts. They kind of just want to to run you through it and then have you get out of the theater. It's like you don't really get to absorb the the movie as much. They just speed one it through you. And, and you're not... I mean, if you're going to sit down and eat popcorn, you want to be immersed in the world. And you can't do that with every single product that comes out and goes through your eyes. You just can't. And this is one of those movies that kind of go quickly. Um, but there's not a whole lot, I guess, facts you could say about Priscilla, at least from an entertainment perspective. But um, as I said, out this movie, this review was going to be quick. I will say that you should definitely go see this movie. If you don't want to go see it, you should try to check it. You can check it out on Tuesday, Discount Tuesdays at AMC. Tickets are only like seven bucks, six and a half to seven bucks. Um, so I probably have more to say if I had more notes, but I try not to take notes because I didn't want to disturb people doing the first initial viewing. Anyway, as she, you know, they, the relationships begin to uh, go into, you know, the aspects of marriage to where there's the issues with trust, uh, violence. There's this one little moment where they're taking medicine, so Elvis introduces medicine to her. Some pills. One pill helps her stay up up late, because he, apparently he takes it when he's on night duty as a job in, in the U.S. Army. Because Elvis was, he was in, the, he was drafted. Well, I think he volunteered actually, and apparently does uh, another medicine that helps him sort of sleep. So, and there's a point when she takes that medicine that helps her to sleep, and she's out for two solid days. And that's that's a moment when the audience laughed, is when she was out for two solid days. And the reason why I sound like this is because I'm quite tired, but uh, I do my best. And then we have them just, she's questioning whether or not he's loyal to her, she wants to be more involved, but he's famous, and there's a point where they have to, he, he, he wants them to break up, not really break up, but give like a pause on the break, 
the pause in the marriage and initially she didn't want to leave but then she says sure when can I go or when, or when should I go and he tells her now or whatever and, and then she starts to leave and he, he's like no I didn't mean it so there's this amount of uncertainty among the couple that he's, they say things they don't mean especially Elvis he will say things he doesn't mean and then he changes his mind because he really loves Priscilla but he's like he can't control what he says and um he wants to be with her, but he doesn't want to be with her because he knows he's got obligations. I mean, the man has got to, you know, produce music and 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 incite the fans in order to make, uh, maintain relevance and to you know get that money, so to speak. And but this this is a stage when people were still balancing um, fame along with lifestyle. Of having to get other stuff done, like, you know, how can you go out and get food? How can you go out and do laundry? Not that they can't afford to have their own laundry or whatever. And I know they have people that do this for them, but this is a time period where they were still working on the balance between being famous and still living your life, you know, enjoying yourself and being the spouse of somebody who was famous. And keep in mind that these are also young people that become famous. Like Elvis became famous in his early to mid-twenties. Like he started out, nobody knew who he was. And that's what the film, the 2022 film Elvis shows you during the first 30 minutes of that movie is how he started out. He started out relatively as nobody. Nobody really knew who he was. We see that scene of him as a kid when he's inspired by the, the church music and he just starts moving his legs. I guess the Holy Ghost, you can call it the Holy Spirit, and he, you know, he he's raised around um, black a black community around black people, so he imitates the music, jazz and blues, to the point where he that's what he uses in a lot of his songs, and he just performs at like a local high school where he instantly just wows the women and he quickly becomes famous. Well, that fame at such a young age is quite overwhelming because, you know, you, you you got a lot of aspirations. You want money, you want fame, you want love, you want children, and you want all these things at such a young age. And uh, instead of just doing it one at a time to well, you should establish your fame, establish your base, you know, get that money, so to speak, establish a savings account and invest, then get married and then maybe work on building a family slowly but gradually. When I'm, when I say gradually, of course, I mean taking your time instead of trying to rush through every little milestone of life, you know. And this movie, it shows how impulsive they were, especially Elvis himself. He was really the impulsive one. He didn't want to slow down. Quote unquote from uh, Elvis 2022, his father just said, he says, You spend more money than you make. Or basically, he spends, he keeps spending everything he makes. So, I've, you know, he's always, not to say that Elvis was in debt, but he spent a lot of money. And he loved to party, he loved to hang out with women and, and friends and people. And this is where Priscilla. You know, she felt like she was ghosted, like she was just there for show. She was just a trophy wife. If you want to look at what a trophy wife was, well, maybe with that Tom even gained uh, 
you know, it became a well-known world was probably of the whole whole, whole case when Priscilla Presley was pretty much sidelined um, or shadowed as just the wife of Elvis Presley, and to the point where she was what people would call a trophy wife, meaning she's just there for show. You know, you put a trophy on the shelf and it just collects dust. You know, and maybe every now and then you dust it off or clean it off or wipe it down, disinfect it, but then you just put it back in. You know, most people that that really care about their trophies, they would put them in a case or something where it doesn't really get as dirty. But the idea of a trophy wife, you know, it's just there for show. And it's not involved, really. And so, of course, Priscilla couldn't really get actively involved with the music industry. She was an actress, but um, I believe she accepted her role as a wife. But at the same time, she wanted she had certain desires, certain urges. Of course, they were sexual. Some were sexual, <clears throat> but it was also about uh, Elvis really couldn't commit to the relationship. He had all these obligations, including his songwriting, song, song uh, singing. I mean, you know, songwriting and singing. And I believe, you know, Priscilla initially being obsessed and just amazed that he, she gets to be his wife, then it just gets to be a sad deterioration of their relationship because she realizes that he cares more about the fame than he cares about the whole. And there's, there's even drugs involved to the point where, um, you know, once the kid comes around, the baby, Lisa Mary, she just starts to think, well, I have to take care of this kid, and if he's not going to commit, then I'm going to have to break off, break off from him and just separate, even legally, you know, divorce, because this marriage is not going to work. And I think, I think it wasn't just the fame, at that time Elvis was on drugs, because apparently, um, you know, the colonel, as you know, through Tom Hanks' portrayal, 2022 Elvis, had, had he had Elvis on medication just, just to keep him awake and wild enough for him to perform, you know, if he got, like, tired or whatever, or needed energy, he would have this medicine injected into him, but this medicine had bad side effects, after effects, to the point it slowed his heart rate and it numbed him, or how, how can I say, um, sedated him so much that he couldn't even use the bathroom properly, and so they believed that he died, when he died of the heart attack, he was pushing, as you trying to, um, I guess you would say, whatever the, whatever the scientific word is for Taking a dump, pretty much number two. He was really pushing it, and it, you know, was causing him to push his, and there was a lot on his heart, and then his aorta, whatever, ruptured, and they just had a heart attack on the toilet. So, and I don't even, I don't say that because how that film portrayed his uh, being on drugs, and not to say that he was addicted so much as dependent on them, but this dependency altered his his mood and. uh of course, you see that you see, you see that at least, at least the actor that in this Presley in this, this Priscilla movie, 2023, at least it, he portrayed Elvis as a more um, I'm not going to say aggressive, but serious, 
character. Like, the thing about Austin Butler is he kind of did like an overall interpretation of Elvis in, during his fame. Not per se as his role as a husband. Because there's two sides to, to Elvis, apparently. There's the famous single, and then there's the husband. And so, Austin Butler did more of that famous single side, whereas this other guy, Jacob, he does more of a personal uh, husband side from Priscilla's perspective. So, he was a rather, a, kind of aggressive husband towards her. I mean, there's a, there's a moment in the, in the, in the film, a scene when they're having uh, the playfully playing with pillows. It, it actually goes from them, you know, dressing up and having fun and kissing and smooching and then, then they have the pillow fight and Priscilla's hitting him too hard and he makes, he says, quote unquote, you're not a, a goddamn man. You know, I don't want to pillow fight with a man. And she says, you can't play if you can't win. I mean, the whole point of the play is to win or something like that. Or you can't play if you can't win. And, and you know, anyway, um, I was thinking the whole time it should be, you can't win if you don't play, but, anyway, so, he, he's kind of, he's quite aggressive because, he, he doesn't want her to be unladylike or be too boyish, I guess, you know, um, he likes his women feminine, apparently, and so, because he likes to provide for her. And he makes a reference of a woman that wanted his autograph, but she didn't really look feminine enough. She had broad shoulders and skinny legs, and she just looked like a man to him. And he even kind of pokes fun at it because the women he's used to are ladylike, and but you know, I guess feminine figures. So, but he's quite aggressive at times. With though he he, I said I wouldn't say that, but I'm gonna say it now. When he got when he gets mad, but he kind of immediately apologizes, and it's like this abusive relationship that you can see, and it's just basically impulse. You can see how impulsive Elvis is. He doesn't really quite control his passions, and uh, you know, not to say he had bad intentions, of course, but being that young and you know when you're famous, that could kind of take up space and time that you could use to let your brain mature to the point where you could, you know, be more in control of your impulses and maybe pursue a relationship with a man with the opposite sex rather maturely. And that's the problem with a lot of people nowadays is they don't allow themselves enough time to mature before they start seeking a spouse. And and I think this this we kinda did originate modern day from people that were born in the nineteen fifties, such as Elvis. You know, people maybe born in the 1940s, such as Elvis. You know, when they were in the mid 20s and around that that time frame of 1950, 1950-ish. Because every generation after that started to be more and more impulsive and more on drugs as the 60s and 70s and even 80s came by. And you know, you know, my my uh, I I'm, I come from a family that had issues with drugs. I myself didn't, but you know. Um, it's just uh, I can see the the generational decay, if you will, when it comes to that, as that we became more impulsive and not we really allow ourselves time to mature and develop meaningful relationships involving in around maturity rather than just impulsivity and um, 
not having control of ourselves enough. So you see, as he has, he he lacks some impulse control. Uh, of course, in the movie, it does mention about his the death of his mother and how he was taking it very very hard, because and you know in the 2022 Elvis movie with Austin Butler, you you do see that when Elvis is pretty much breaking down because his mother um, slipped and fell down the stairs because she was drinking and she stumbled down the stairs and I think broke her neck but uh it doesn't really talk about the actual cause of death in this Priscilla 2023 movie but it does mention that quite significantly because he's still getting over her death and Priscilla kind of distracts him from thinking about the death of his mother because apparently Elvis Presley he was a mama's boy he loved his mother very dearly because she was the only he 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 was the only successful both of his mother his mother apparently gave birth to two twin boys and Elvis was the only living child that she had because his twin brother or his would-be twin brother had died at both so, when he when they were both born, one baby, one twin was a stillbirth, and the other one was breathing. And so apparently, Elvis didn't. He never got to meet his twin brother. And, and for those of you you know who like to fact check things regarding uh, bibliographies or biographies, you you definitely need to research it about these topics. About excuse me about Elvis Presley himself. About you know his his relationship with his mother and worship Priscilla and even his daughter and you know all those crucial facts but it does mention yes the death of his mother and how it struck him very tragically and Priscilla was kind of his uh, way to temporarily escape the um, the loneliness he felt because you know he had a very serious personal relationship with his mother he even paid for his parents to come along with him as he toured and did his thing initially in his career and you, you can see that in you know 2022 Elvis with you know by Austin with I keep saying by Austin Butler but I say that because he 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 is the key is seen as Elvis he's he plays the character but um yeah um but anyway that that's initially why Elvis really began to adore Priscilla because she was uh, the second most important woman in his life. I immediately after his mother passed, she became... Well, she had like, become the most important woman in his life but, 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 because she passed right before they met. And so he needed somebody to talk to about that and, you know, to speak to in general after that, you know. Because he, he could talk to men, you know, so much. But, you know, having a woman in your life besides your mom is very important to men, especially in the early to mid-twenties. So, going on, um, Priscilla pretty much just, you know, she she goes through the whole motions of being married. And then, you know, there's this moment when Elvis is reading the Bible, scriptures of the Bible. He actually quotes uh, Jesus saying about... Um, love your neighbor as you love yourself um, this is the first and most important commandment and the second 
know, love you, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second one is like it: love your neighbor as you love yourself. Um, these two are both the, the Book of Moses and the, and the, and the um, uh, whatever the other part was that Jesus Jesus said. But he he says that because. You know, he's obviously reading from the Bible, and uh, he's reading to, like, the, uh, mostly female fans that he's reading to in a library-like room. And it's just kind of hypocritical at the same time, inspirational, because, you know, he's been accused by Priscilla of committing adultery with other actresses, you know, these are women that he's acted in roles during shooting to, um, you know, obviously do his job as an actor, but something might have happened to the point where he actually had an affair with some of these actresses, and Priscilla, you know, accuses him of that, but of course he denies it every time, and... You know, yeah, he makes a reference as to be careful not, as, as Jesus said, be careful not to consume each other, you know, because, you know, there's a time Jesus did say that don't consume one another, be careful not to consume one another, which is kind of foreshadowing because in their relationship, uh, Elvis and Priscilla, they, they consume each other, they... He eats a part of her, she eats a part of him, you know, metaphorically speaking. And they, they can't quite get along, there's a disconnection, a miscommunication, he's accused of, of having a fail, of committing, you know, marital or sexual adultery, while she's confused, accused of by him of being jealous and, um, uh, Maybe, maybe paranoid, as well as I, I don't, I don't know. He said something that that it was. I wanted to quote it, but I can't quite remember. Anyway, she's just being too hard on him about you know his supposed having a affair with these women because she keeps bugging him about it, but she's not around him a certain amount of time. She's gonna get suspicious, and you know she's just left at home or whatever while he's off touring or recording songwriting doing whatever you know so you know, women back then didn't have phones or whatever they couldn't just get on the internet browse. they couldn't do whatever they wanted to do there was a good moment in this movie when she's by herself um Elvis says that he's gonna go hang out with the guys and and, and uh, she says well I'm gonna go to so and so's place and, and, she, and he's like whatever just do whatever do whatever you want to do and she does do that she takes the whole baby with her Lisa Mary and you know they together they Lisa Mary is probably like what four years old they spend time with friends and she has a, a girls night out chatting with the fellow women fellow ladies at you know uh, party tables and I think there's a moment when I don't know, she dresses up for herself, and she's, you know, got a little bit of uh, independent moments, you know, even though she's not independent, she's dependent on Elvis, of course, but she's half, she has her alone time, you know, 
so to speak. She has little girls night out and stuff like that. And you know, all in this movie, Elvis is, is the character is actually seen as uh, controlling because he's deciding what she should wear. Um, since she's gonna be in his presence, you know, around him as he's getting his photos taken and you know, she's gonna have her photos taken with him as his wife and everything and she's gonna be somewhat involved in the not directly in the show business but involved enough in at least the photography in the news part of, of uh their relationship, the marriage, as, you know, people wanted to know. The tabloids and the fans they wanted to know more about their marriage, so there's gonna be photos taken. And so, you know, he advised her rather controllingly on what she should wear when she's around him and on camera. And uh, there's a time when she, of course, she would, she didn't like that anymore. You know, this is during the first stages of the marriage when she's new to it and just isn't the idea of, you know, she's in love, being in love with him, she's obsessed with it. But as you know, she course later on realizes that not just he's controlling but he's just not around as much and uh, you can see in this movie how the marriage just gradually decays of course those time jumps because you see the age between Lisa Mary their daughter going from an infant to like maybe two years old so that's at least two years um but This movie does go by quickly. I mean, it's it's a, it's a short movie. It's really a short movie. I mean, I'm talking Cures of the Flower Moon. That was three and a half hours long. Three hours and twenty minutes long, to be exact. This movie is only an hour and fifty-three minutes. People, this movie is like just under two hours. Trust me, you can handle it. I'm glad to say, compared to the, to that movie, this movie is agreeably short, and I don't I don't have too much problem with the the how long it is. So much as just the general pacing, and, and maybe over time, maybe maybe I do it. I will accept these movies coming out as you know with the, with the quick pacing. Maybe I will accept it as yeah. Maybe at the time it it it, it is it is quite needed because you got to keep. Honestly, the attention span. I mean, I might not be able to see it in the moment, but maybe a few years from now, I'll be able to look back and say, okay, I can see why they did that. I can see why they made the film have quick paces throughout the movie. Um, but there's not much to this movie other than the fact that it's a biography. It's a it's a biopic. It's a biopic film. That's what it is. It's you know, I already kind of knew about the relationship before I saw this movie. That's why I was. Like when I saw the poster and, 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 and the trailer, I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go see that movie because that's now I've seen Elvis, his perspective, 2022. Now I'm gonna see her perspective, 2023. Well, for a year apart, and that's just perfect, you know. I mean, not smack down in the middle, perfect, but it's as close as we're gonna get. And I may go see it a second time because I saw Elvis like three times. And I might go see this at least one more time, just to give a more accurate review because I like to take notes when I'm in the theater and I just didn't take that many because like I said it's, the, it's this opening weekend so I didn't want to disturb more people I might wait like another week or so to, to go see it again when it's died down and then go to, to the theater with my 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 phone and or even my notepad and just jot down notes and that way I can have more to talk about 
and maybe another podcast in which I will go over what I said in this one, but I'll do it in more detail. And of course, I'll be sure to mention, um, you know, like in the previous post, in the previous uh, podcast, I said yada yada yada, and now I'm, you know, we saying it, but explaining it in more detail and telling you why. Um, but and this is what I caught upon the second time because moves like this do need a second viewing I think at least on a discount Tuesday I mean sorry John. if you're not into the whole AMC A-list you should definitely go see this movie on uh, discount Tuesday at least at least at the very least once but I, I get this movie like a 7 out of 10 I mean it's not it's not uh, over the top. It's 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 kind of just a little bit. This is about it's about decent at least. The last movie I saw, the the Marsh the Marsh King's daughter was not. I don't recommend that movie really. It's 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 a waste of time, but not this movie. Uh, and the thing about Priscilla is, it's there's quite a bit of funny moments that uh, you may or may not understand, just for the fact that. You know, um, Priscilla doesn't understand, you know, certain things that Elvis does, uh, and, you know, um, there's a moment when, after their first meeting, and after the whole first staying with Elvis, at, at, at Graceland, actually, at Graceland, his, uh, famous home, I think, I forgot what it was, but, uh, his famous home, she... She's told that he she has to go back home to her parents in 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 Austin, Texas. <laughs> Elvis tells her that, and she doesn't want to. But which is you know funny because it's at the beginning of the movie. He was at the end of the movie. He doesn't want to leave, and she decides to leave. But in the beginning, she doesn't want to leave when he tells her to, and says he says he says to her, "You have to." So she you know of course she she cries. And we see that her makeup is, you know, run off down her eyes. And that's a funny moment because her hair is in level and her makeup's run off down her eyes. And her parents are there to pick her up from the airport and they see that and they're like, what happened? <laughs> not not verbally, but you can tell that's what they're thinking. And the audience just laughs because they see her face as the makeup is run down her eyes. And, you know, she looks like she's been crying or whatever. And, uh... So yeah, those are those little comic reliefs, these little bits of humor injected in just the right moments to keep the audience feeling the lightheartedness at times. Because you can feel the drama, you can feel, but it's not too much drama. Um, it's not like an outright, just melodramatic movie that's all about screaming and yelling. And it's actually well put together as those moments of comedy, of happiness, those moments of drama. As I look at the rating, it's weighted all because there is quite a bit of, <coughs> I guess, not sexually explicit, but sexually suggested scenes. There's a moment when they're, like I said, that they're having, they're having some touching and feeling and smooching and not maybe not outright sex because see, Pres see Presley was actually Elvis. Elvis was actually a, a modest man. He didn't want to uh, have sex with Priscilla until she was a legally married to him married to him and be of age because I think they started dating at when she was 
just 15 years old. She was in the ninth grade, according to the movie. Now, if I look, and I'm gonna get this off of AMDB, AMDB. I'm get this off of, sorry, Wikipedia. Yeah, so it says on September 13th, 1959, my, my mom was born in 1959, a few months earlier, February, 14-year-old Priscilla Bellinu met 24-year-old Elvis Presley at a party at his home in Bad Neham, Germany. At his home in Germany, which he had rented during the military service. So apparently he had a home he rented during his military service. Um, uh, yep, her presence is said to have made Elvis act like an awkward, embarrassed boy next door. He composed himself by the end of the evening. Her late return home on the night of that first meeting upset her parents and they insisted that she never see Elvis again but his eagerness for another rendezvous and his promise to never bring her home late again led them to relent. So basically, yeah, um, which I don't know if it covered the, the whole Germany part because it kind of portrayed it as, I guess, I guess they met and then he went. This this is where it picks up. This is right when the movie picks up. Is like when he wants to see her again. Uh, it, but in the movie, it's like in the movie Elvis, two thousand twenty-two. She meets him at his home in Germany, and uh, she says she's the daughter of U.S. Navy, whatever, blah blah blah. And they start to talk. In the movie, she doesn't really. In that movie, she's not seen as obsessive, but in this movie, she's seen as obsessive. So, if anything, I'd have to fact check that. I'm um, just a, how obsessive with Elvis she was. But I do plan on seeing this movie again uh, to to get a more objective viewing of it, uh, and to kind of compare it with anything I research. But I did have fun with it. It was a quick movie. It wasn't anything to stick to. I said this was going to be short, but I'm going into an hour talking about it. I will happily end this this review by saying thank you for listening to me um, as I gradually talk about the movie and, and a tiled, my tiled, repetitive method. Um, I really appreciate it. And let me know what you think about my review. Let me know what you think about the movie. Have you seen it? Will you go see it? Leave a comment, a like, and like and subscribe. And once again, thank you for, for listening.